Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Oh, hey, welcome back. You know, that trailer I made was for a project for my podcasting class. I never meant for it to become anything serious. And I shared it with my friends and family because, you know, you come home from school and you're like, Mom, Mom, look at what I made in art class today, Mom. And it's like the creepiest drawing of your family where like everyone's head is huge and they have no neck and your cat only has two legs. And for some reason, the sun is a smiley face with those sunglasses that everyone draws on the sun and there's not a single house or tree in the picture. So it's just your deformed family and cat floating in the void. And what is your mom supposed to say? Like, um, do you know what humans and cats look like? We don't even have a cat. Why does the sun? What the fuck is this? Well, I mean, yeah, she definitely could say that, but no, I'm six. So she says, oh, wow, sweetie, cool. And then you stand there staring at her until she hangs it up on the fridge. And once she does, your life is complete and you've officially peaked in second grade. Yeah, well, I'm in college and I live in a dorm. So I texted the audio file to her and some of my friends and they were like, oh, wow, sweetie, cool. And, you know, I'm a little bit more developed than a second grader. So I text back, thank you, smiley face. And in my head, I'm like, you fucking liars. Because, I mean, while your parents can definitely tell you now as a 20-year-old that your art projects suck and they're not going to hang it up on the fridge, you wouldn't expect your friends to say something like that, you know? But I figured even if this podcast is a two-legged cat with two ears on one side of its head and a triangle-shaped body, and I'm the no-neck, circle-shaped stick figure family with heads that are way too big and should probably be looked at by doctors, I might as well do something while I'm floating around in the void. So welcome to the first official episode of Can You Be Quiet? I'm Crying. I'm Callie. Here we go. You see, while I'm the worst person to talk to about mental health, I'm at least somewhat of a good person to talk to about anxiety because if I don't have anxiety, then the sun doesn't have those cool sunglasses that everyone draws on it and I refuse to believe that's true. I am the model the doctors use to create flight or freeze. The fight part, not so much. I haven't unlocked the fight and fight, flight, or freeze yet. Let me paint you a picture. I'm walking back to my dorm late at night already on high alert because no matter where I am and what time of day it is, I'm convinced someone is going to try to traffic me. So I'm looking over my shoulder, hand on my pepper spray, and all of a sudden, some 1970s mugger with a ski mask runs up to me with a gun and says, yo, give me your money. Did you hear me? Give me a watch. And I'm frozen. My brain has no idea what to do or what is happening. The inside of my head looks like the never-ending loading circle, and I'm just there, frozen. And he saw the pepper spray in my hand, so he's kind of just waiting to see if I'm going to pepper spray him, but at this point, I have totally forgotten that I'm even holding it. So we're just staring at each other, both of us, just waiting to see what's going to happen. Like, am I going to pepper spray him? Is he going to shoot me? Am I going to mildly hurt him? Is he going to murder me? You know, 
low stakes stuff. So if you're like me and you need one or two more level ups before you unlock fight, don't worry, I'm right there with you. Just make sure you always have another person with you that you're at least a little more athletic than so you don't have to outrun the mugger. You can just outrun them and then you can go hide in your car or in a bush somewhere and cry. Something pretty common with my anxiety is panic attacks, and they come in so many different forms, but obviously the ones that feel the worst are the classic hyperventilating and feeling like you're dying type, which I guess makes sense because, you know, feeling like you're dying kind of sucks. The first time I ever had a panic attack was maybe three years ago. I was working at a rock climbing gym at the time, and I was belaying someone and holding them like 40 feet in the air, and all of a sudden, I started having a panic attack, and I was like, well, shit, I have two options. Either I die or I kill this guy. And realistically, I wasn't going to die, but again, that's what it felt like. And I figured it might be really bad if I dropped this guy and he broke both of his legs. And I felt like there would be a lot of people probably not too happy with me, including the guy I was belaying. So I just waited for him to finish the climb and then lowered him. And normally you would lower who you're belaying and be like, good job. How was it? And they would tell you about it. But remember, I was dying. So I lowered him and then just ran away. And he looked like the real life visual aid for a question mark. So I was having this panic attack for like an hour and then all of a sudden my coworker and longtime friend, what's up Alec? He's definitely not listening, but he was able to calm me down. And once I got my breath back and I wasn't dying a slow, painful death anymore, I started laughing because I was like, what the hell just happened? And my brain was like, oh, you think that's funny? So I started panicking again. Alec called my mom and she came to pick me up and I was fine in the car. And then we almost got into an accident. So I started panicking again. And my mom was like, don't breathe like that. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry. Okay, my bad. Let me just reprogram the panic portion of my brain real quick. So anxiety, how do we deal with it? Well, I would love to be able to tell you, but I have no idea. So what do I do to deal with my anxiety? I avoid every situation that could possibly make me anxious. And when something that I can't control happens that makes me anxious, I get really upset that I didn't have control over it. And I cry a lot for like days. And then when I finally feel better about it, I'll be in the shower or trying to fall asleep or walking to class or just, you know, existing. And all of a sudden, the guy in my brain will be like, hey, remember that one time 10 years ago, you lost a fight over text because you made a typo and everyone thought you were stupid. And every moment of my life is just on a cycle. It's like one of those cameras you give to kids where you press the button and it slides to the next image. My brain is the camera and it's an infinite loop of every embarrassing and anxious moment of my life. You know those Lucky Charms commercials? My anxiety is that stupid leprechaun running around my brain and I'm the little kids running after him trying to catch him and he's just tricking me into falling into mud pits and falling off of cliffs and he's up there dancing around like ha ha you suck you're a horrible person everybody hates you do to do to do and I'm at the bottom of the cliff with a broken body crying. I think the most helpful thing I can say about dealing with anxiety is you just have to remove yourself from the situation. And I don't mean entirely. What I mean is, when you are in a situation that is causing you panic, remove yourself from the situation so you can remind yourself that you are okay and that you are going to be okay. Anxiety sucks. 
like really, really sucks. And there's not much about anxiety that doesn't suck, but you just have to close your eyes and tell yourself that you are okay. And once you have removed yourself from the situation and done what you need to do to calm yourself down and remind yourself that you are okay and that you are going to be okay, walk back in with your head held high because you are that bitch. You are awesome and confident and hot and cool. And I know you may not feel that way because when you have anxiety for everyone, I'm awesome. You give yourself your leprechaun gives you 100. Everyone hates you. But you are cool. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're pretty freaking cool. Another thing you can do is give your leprechaun a name like Fred or whatever. And every time he's telling you that you're stupid or you're no good, just be like, shut up, Fred. You also have to remember that dealing with anxiety and becoming more comfortable in anxious environments takes a tremendous amount of time. And you're going to have to tell Fred to shut up a lot. And realistically, it's just Fred. I mean, what does Fred know? Fred knows literally nothing. Fred is the equivalent of a two-year-old in the prime time of his terrible twos, running around, causing mayhem, driving you crazy, knocking things over and breaking shit. Maybe he knows the names for shapes and colors and he cries when he's unhappy or hungry, but if you put Fred in front of his favorite TV show, he'll shut up. But unfortunately, you can't get rid of Fred, so you just have to keep your iPad with you so when Fred feels like being a douchebag, you can just turn on Coco melon or whatever it is that Fred likes and get him to shut up so you can at least just make it through the day. If everything that I just said was helpful, cool. And if not, that's pretty much expected. Just remember that Fred may control your thoughts, but he doesn't control you. And also remember that mental illness doesn't make you weak or less than others. Eventually it makes you funny. I'll talk to you next week. And if you don't mind, can you be quiet? Fred and I are crying. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting and loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.